Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash the vulnerable scientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. 2021. Amused. It was like now amused to hear because 2020 was like, uh, yeah, good one full year staying in Kenya. That was 2020. 2021 amused to Kenya. So I had to plan my life properly. Mm-hmm. I remember one of the things that I did in research was to participate in the Capacity Development Grand Challenge mm-hmm. in March. Presented the, uh, the aim for the Grand Challenge. Why that program came into place was because um we are living in a society whereby as scientists we're producing results for the society to use whether it's a vaccine whether it's a new breed whether it's a policy at the end of the day so there are categories of people that we're aiming to reach for our research to make impact for example policy makers you know those people are not in our field they just know that most of them are politicians and even the people we are addressing local farmers they don't know this science they just want results on the ground so it was meant to help us present our work in such a way that it's understood by the audience, mm-hmm. different audiences. Yeah. yeah. And uh, to be honest, yeah, it was a quite a hectic moment, especially when you're preparing here, yeah? even when you're presenting, because it was, the adrenaline is up. I remember this year, uh, that, year that year when we were, we were doing, we were 42. We are told during the first cohort in 2019, there were very few. Yeah, but for us, we were 40 some, we were 42, and we, the positions were very few, winning positions. Mm. So you had to compete and be one of the best. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So the winning itself was exciting, yes, but the impact it made was the biggest because I can relate that when I was presenting my proposal in Jekwat, much of the fetch technology terms that I was using, Made some people not understand what I was doing. I had very few questions actually. And the questions were coming like people have not really understood. Maybe they've only gotten there someone in a part. The questions were coming from these areas. Like, okay, this thing looks like a, a problem in Kenya. How about Malawi? How about where you're coming from? Those such questions. But not necessarily the content itself. But when I was presenting the progress in Jekwat, I used the simple English, simple phrases, not even those jargons at all. And people really understood. And the questions I was getting showed that people really understood what I was doing. So I can make the difference. When I was presenting my proposal and the progress because of the Grand Challenge. Yeah. So after winning the Grand Challenge, well, I had to take a break and <coughs> relax myself. Wait. What is this Grand Challenge for someone who might not understand? What, where, where is it? Okay. So it's in full is called Iri Capacity Development Grand Challenge. Uh, it's, is is um, is okay. The grand challenge is okay. The name itself, grand challenge, mm-hmm. is something coming like a competition, something like that. Mm-hmm. So what normally happens is the research that you're doing 
as a pharaoh or a staff or a research associate the research you are doing you have to phrase it in you have to explain it in 3 minutes what you are doing but not compromising the content of your work eh? mm. but explain it in as simple language as possible so that anyone else can understand not using your terms so i come here and study crispr mediated metamorph what what people will not get those are terms for my field people will not understand but let me use the simplest language let's say i'm here to improve the vaccine anyone else can understand that okay the vaccine is there mm. so you are improving it mm. you're supposed to explain your research work mm. in as simple english as possible mm. in 3 minutes mm. just only 3 minutes yeah so uh, the process starts by uh, first of all you register then you send a video a clip of 3 minutes yeah and then it's sent to a panel of judges so they just un- have an idea of what they're dealing with and then it comes a day whereby you present to them live in 3 minutes and then they ask you questions the question session doesn't matter it may take 10 minutes depending on how they understand your work But now the panel involves people from policy, mm-hmm. someone from a journalist, mm-hmm. someone from a funder mm-hmm. and uh government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to explain it in 3 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a simple language but not compromising the nature of your project because you may end up formulating something else that is totally different from what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wait. Uh so would you want to explain your project in simple terms? Oh yeah, yeah. In simple terms. All right. <coughs> oh yeah so what i'm doing in iri all right so first of all let me begin by saying we are facing a crisis at the moment apart from covid and uh, covid which is a pandemic hiv which is the pandemic we are facing another problem we are calling it a silent pandemic the problem is antimicrobial resistance what is it uh, both in animals and humans even plants You know when someone is sick we use drugs animal is sick we use drugs so it has come a time whereby because we are misusing most of these drugs and sometimes overusing misusing meaning you are not yet diagnosed that you are malaria you just feel like i think this is malaria you are taking malaria are you sure it's malaria that is misuse overuse or uh, another misuse can be you are good you, you are give you are diagnosed that you have malaria and you're told to take two tablets at a time you're taking one 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 ah mm. uh-uh. that's also another misuse because that you're underusing it yeah and you're yeah. giving the, the <clears throat> yeah. thing a chance, a chance to, resist to resist it yeah now uh when another problem is uh, particularly in agriculture mm. eh on the same misuse okay when we are raising chickens we are raising with the cattle there's this common practice of just assuming okay i want my chickens to grow very well they don't have to suffer from anything people mix antibiotics and feed and give them together with a mentality of saying any disease that is in there that i don't know has to go away you see so that kind of mentality you find that uh, you are giving antibiotics of something that so in so the, so the pathogens that are already in there that maybe there are something else uh, or you because of this you find that uh, there's been now the rising most of the pathogens now are resisting mm-hmm. because of this misuse and overuse mm-hmm. of antibiotics mm-hmm. another overuse in the human beings is um, the dosage is today mm-hmm. and you keep on getting drugs 
that is another overuse so it can you can you can call it in a different way misuse underuse overuse mm-hmm. as long as it's not in the proper form yeah yeah that one has now resulted into microbial resistance mm-hmm. and to be honest right now as we're talking now this 2022 the research that was done in 2020 and 2021 resulted that we have more deaths that are due to deaths in human beings that are due to antimicrobial resistance than hiv wow yeah the paper is out and it's all over it's all over now like by lancet antimicrobial resistance so antimicrobial resistance mm-hmm. is the inability mm-hmm. eh, of drugs working on a pathogen mm-hmm. or the ability of a pathogen resisting drugs that's why it is called anti antimicrobial microbial is that pathogen mm. and anti is something which is against it mm. yeah resistance that is resisting yeah mm. so antimicrobial resistance meaning the failure the resistance mm. to drugs mm. by what by these pathogens so you find yourself uh, yeah. you're not getting better you're not getting better to you're taking drugs what is happening because at the, there's a time you were, you thought like you're suffering from this disease but you're taking drugs in or you're taking you're just taking drugs maybe you're suffering from something else when that disease really comes in into play you find that it has dropped resistance against this drug and you're not yeah so in animals again it's the same okay yeah so so what do we do? We have this problem here. Mm-hmm. Mm? At microbial resistance is here. So there are many things that are happening. I'll talk about the pillars of what it is doing and explain my project okay. now. One of the things that is happening currently mm. is studies on surveillance. Mm. We want to see the extent. What extent has this thing gone? And the like. Number two is we have this problem. What do we intervene? Yeah? So my project is coming in as one of the interventions. We have this same area. What do we do? So there are several things that are that have been proposed by scientists. One of them is let's come up, let's do away with antibiotics and come up with the vaccines. So we find a lot of bacterial vaccines being produced right now, being researched upon. Number two, probiotics. The other th- other probiotics that you can use that can help to. Uh, Protect you from diseases. What are probiotics? Okay, so, <laughs> sorry, yeah. So you are using another organism to compete with that pathogenic organism oh. in your body. So this organism is not harmful to you. Mm-hmm. Another, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it inside your body to be competing for resources. Mm-hmm. So this one automatically it will be defeated because this one is something which has been processed. So it's processed in such a way that it will compete and dominate mm. that environment. So the, that the is an, one will die. Will die because yeah, there's a lot of competition. This one is producing a lot of toxins as well that is affecting this. Yeah. So yeah. that is one of them. Mm. The third one is let's use alternatives. Mm. Hey, this thing we have antibiotics. We don't we shouldn't stop using antibiotics. Mm-hmm. But now these ones which are drug resistant, these ones, mm. let's use an alternative to kill it. Mm. And one of them is an ancient cure. We call it an ancient cure. Because it was discovered way before antibiotics were discovered. Yeah. So they are called bacteriophages. Bacteriophages, to break it down, there is a bacteria in that name and a phage. A phage is a word for, it's a Latin word for virus. Meaning these are viruses 
that attack bacteria. Mm. I have to mention that everything in the world has a virus. Mm. Human beings have viruses that attack, attack them. Plants have. Mm. Even worms, they have, they have viruses that attack worms. Mm. Bacteria as well have viruses that attack them. Bacteria are the smallest form of life. Not life, smallest form entities on earth mm. or in the universe. Mm. Yeah. So they were discovered way time before they discovered antibiotics. But they were abandoned later on because one being a virus, people are afraid. Two, they were not able to kill a lot of things at once. They are highly specific. They only kill one. Yeah. Yeah. So people. So it is an advantage and a disadvantage. Disadvantage. So by then they were abandoned because of it was not curing several things. It's highly targeted, and uh, a lot of becoming you know, of antibiotics, which when you just take one, it cures maybe. Five antibiotics at once. Uh, five, five diseases at once. So yeah, it was abandoned later on. Actually, yeah. So now we are bringing in phages as well because of these problems. How do they work? The phages now, the bacteria. Bacterial phages now. The viruses that kill yeah. bacteria. Yeah. So that's where my research is coming in. So my research is basically using these viruses to treat the drug-resistant bacteria. That's where my research is based. Yeah, oh, this is now the overall project which I'm employed, I'm, I'm into. Mm. Of course, my part, basically within this, I will explain my actual part. But the overall project is this one. We're using drug, we're using phages, which are viruses that are targeting bacteria to treat the drug-resistant pathogens. Yeah, yeah. So, the good thing is, like, they're easy to produce. If you compare now with antibiotics now, they're easy to produce... You're looking at the time frame of discovery. For you to come up with a single antibiotic, it takes years. And two, it's expensive to come up with. Whereas phages are just in the environment. They're everywhere, actually. You sort from the environment, purify them, and then within months. Remember, when we started, the project started in 2019. By 2020, we had junks and junks. And the junks of these viruses in our stocks. You see, we had more than 600 by 2020. In a very short time. Yeah, that we are already fewer. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, so it's very easy. It's very work. easy to work with. So that's where my project is. So when I was explaining this, I have to mention again the advantage of a grand challenge. When I was explaining about this, when I was doing the proposal, you know, I was an amateur coming from undergraduate. I'm not so much deep into research, you know, just explaining the way the terms are. Bacterial phages, blah, 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 and all these terms that we use in phages. Lytic, lysogenic capacity. What? Yeah, but no people, most of them didn't get it. Mm. But I had to go, like I'm teaching a baby mm. in the introduction section. What are these? When were they discovered? What are they? How do they work? So when the way they work is the way simple, if the way HIV works, even a virus they work. A virus, what it does, it attaches to the host. A host meaning that thing it is attacking. It inserts its, like, uh, what they say, its genetic material inside. So when it inserts the genetic material inside, it makes copies of itself. Millions and millions and bust this cell. That's how the virus works. And this is the phenomenon we're using for this. So what we are doing basically, we are using giving, let's say, animals, yeah? animals or human being, yeah? depending on where the disease is. Yeah. This and then they kill the bacteria. So within this project, where my part is coming, my part is I'm designing what we can call it a delivery system. How do we give these things now? Either to chickens or because the project is targeting only poultry chickens. Mm. 
but you can apply it in any other host. Yes, even yeah. including humans. Including humans. Mm-hmm. And you know, diseases are different. Yeah. There are diseases that are affecting the spiritual, like COVID. Mm-hmm. The diseases that you only show as diarrhea, mm-hmm. like salmonella. Mm-hmm. The diseases that will show like malaria, they're in the system, systematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it delivers a system of any virus or any, no, not a virus, of any medicine or a vaccine, mm-hmm. depends on the nature of the Delicious. disease yeah? Oh, yeah yeah so for in, our, in my case i'm dealing with a salmonella mm-hmm. salmonella you find it in the small intestines mm-hmm. so the root there will be oral yeah oral yeah. yeah so being oral we know we're going to give oral so that mm-hmm. those virus those phages they mm-hmm. go to the small intestines mm-hmm. and eliminate all the bacteria, bacteria mm-hmm. in there but there's several things we need to consider yeah, so we go back now to vet school. The knowledge that I gained in vet school. Anatomy of a chicken. Uh-huh. From up here, up to the small test, there are a lot of things in between here that will affect the viruses. Number one, there's peristosis, continuous movement of the intestine. Huh? If there's a continuous movement, uh, some of them might get stuck in the muscle, muscular area. There's a lot of mucus along the way, they will get stuck. So not everything will reach it. So suppose you give a dose, let's say 2 ml. Yeah? Of the virus, the concentration may be 200 milligrams per ml or something like that. Maybe quarter of that might reach the small intestines. Mm, that is number one. Number two, there's the stomach down here. Mm-hmm. In the chicken with a true stomach, is called the proventiculus. Mm-hmm. I'll just remind you that uh, in 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 animals, mm-hmm. oh, that is the funny things we learned in school. <laughs> the animal has, uh, you know, some animals have four stomachs. Mm-hmm. Others have two. Okay. Even hearts, some have three chambered heart. A human being has four. Mm-hmm. Like a total is as a three chamber heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So for a chicken, it has a section you create a crop up here. This section is it will just help in grinding. There's a lot of um uh sand like things inside that will help to grind You know, chicken when it's grains, what mm-hmm. it will help in grinding. After that, now it will go down. Now, when it reaches the section called the true stomach, there's acids which are released there. Even a human being in your stomach, the hydrochloric acid is released to help in breaking down the food. At the same time, there are enzymes there that help in breaking down the food. So, a virus like any other, like any other virus, virus, phages, they, are, they, are, they also get inactivated in the presence of an acid. Mm. That is another thing you need to note. Three, enzymes. Not only pepsin, which is in the stomach, there are some intestinal enzymes as well that may break down the virus. I have to tell you that a virus is just a coat and a genetic material inside. It's yeah. proteins all over. Mm-hmm. So a protein is denatured whenever it meets a, an acid. Yeah. And also temperatures. Higher temperatures can break it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are the things that need to be considered when you're coming up with a delivery mechanism. Yeah. yeah. So looking at this, uh, my area now is now to design how best do we deliver. So the first thing that I do or I did was to test first of all these viruses. They survive better at what pH? I just know. They survive better at what temperature? Which temperatures are worse than them? Yeah, because the temperature, body temperature of a chicken is different from a human being. Mm. For a human being, it says 37. Is it 37? Yeah. Yeah, for a chicken, it's 42. Yeah. Actually, it's a range 40.1 to 40, uh, 42.3, somewhere there. Mm-hmm. 
and of 41.9 somewhere there so it's a range mm. for human being is a bit lower mm. so those things are you need to play so after testing what i did next was now to uh, to use what you call encapsulation materials mm. so this is now another field nanotechnology mm. should we say so mm. so in nanotechnology we are using very tiny materials to help you help us in day to day life one of the nano, na, 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 nanoparticles are called nanovesicles. Mm. Like in our case here, we're using silica mm. vesicles. Mm. These vesicles are designed so that we load the phages inside. They help protect the phages from the acids and the higher temp- different fluctuating temperatures. So they are designed in such a way that they open up when there's a change in pH. So when they are swallowed by the chicken, the first pH they are going to meet is pH 2, which is of the stomach. Eh? Extremely harsh, very low, like 2. Huh? When it is moving from the stomach to the intestine, the pH starts changing, it's getting high, high, high. With that change, then they open up. And the, the good thing, we are targeting small intestines because that's where our salmonella is. And they open up, so all the phages will be distributed in the small intestines mm-hmm. in huge quantities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we tested this technology in vitro, in vitro meaning outside. Yeah, we are using some materials that mimic the stomach environment, intestinal environment. And we tested some of the phages were better, others were worse. Yeah. Now, we have been given an approval. Now we're going to test it now in the chicken now to see mm. the little ground. How are, going to, how, the, how are they going to behave? So we'll be using both encapsulated and non mm. to see. Because some phages, we find that uh, in, high pH, in low pH on their own, in vitro outside the animal, they behave poorly. They will behave the opposite in mm. the animal. Yes, we're going to do that. Yeah, so we can't re- translate everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just going to take whatever we did in vitro mm. to see what will happen now inside the animal. Mm. So that's what we are doing. So at, at the end of the day, what problem are we solving? Mm. We are dealing with antimicrobial resistance. Mm. That's why this technology came in. Mm. Yeah. But now, through the course, I must say that I've learned a lot of things. Phages can not only be used as now treatment. Uh-uh. We can also use them in vaccines. Mm. There is now technologies going high. Mm. Being a virus that is a court, eh? mm-hmm. you can just take your antigenic, or maybe the, the thing that you want to put to come up with a vaccine inside yeah. it, yeah. and it is expressed on the surface. Ah. That is the perfect vaccine. Wow. And you inject yeah, so coming back to the study, so what I'm dealing with is an a gastrointestinal delivery system. Yeah, so when I'm dealing with a phage that is targeting any systematic problem, maybe a systematic bacteria, they'll be injected. Yeah, so I need to think of things like antibodies. So, you know, the body will, will, will see those things as so strangers and will send antibodies to neutralize them. So you need to also deal with that. Respirator again, there's a immune system here. If you're doing phages for mycoplasma, mm. the area you are into, mm. yeah, there are phages for mycoplasma, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're dealing with here, yeah, mm. you will use a different way of giving them, either an inhaler, mm. and then when they get in, they are also regional anti or cells, they were to deal with those things, they can get trapped and neutralized. So you also need to look into that one, yeah. So there are a lot of things that you're doing, mm. yeah, you need to look into. That's yeah. exciting research. It's very exciting. And even myself, whenever I'm explaining about it now, mm. I feel happy because I love it. Mm. Yeah, it's something that is so unique. Mm. 
Yeah, I'm combining knowledge that I learned in Vietnam. Now, now look where I'm coming from. I did veterinary medicine. What I told myself that I won't use that knowledge into research now. It's the knowledge I'm using now. I remember when I was presenting this week last year, we had a small catch-up with fellows, other students in Erie. Mm. It was organized by Ashini. I was presenting it when I was in Malawi during holiday. Mm. Mm. And uh, where where I was, I was at that same friend's place where I was staying before I... Yeah, he still stays there. Mm. I was at his place. So he was seated there as I was exp- I was presenting on the mm-hmm, computer. Mm-hmm. Ha! He helped the way I was connecting my anatomy in class, physiology with what I'm doing. He was like, hey, man, you're already doing exciting work. <laughs> yeah, because it's really connecting well with what I'm doing. And anyone else can understand. Oh, yeah, this is really making sense. You don't need to deal with this, 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 this. It's quite exciting. It's not something like you are very tiny things that you can't understand. No, it's something that you can understand. This whole chicken, or you, a human being. If you're designing phages for human beings that are targeting sludge intestines, you're not going to inject. Ah, it's all. Okay. From here all the way to small intestines or large intestines. It's a very long journey. Very long journey. It takes more it takes like eight hours for food to move all the way to be processed. Eight hours. Yeah, five to eight hours. Depending on now I'm a vet now. Depending on which animal. Some animals are shorter. Some takes three hours, others five hours. I do what we what we did was comparative anatomy, so we started comparing human being. There is this in this one, yeah. so depending on which host you're dealing, yeah. so you need to think of all, all those things. So my task in the fellowship was to design that delivery system. Oh, that's awesome. So it's it's still an awesome idea. So yeah. So um, you're saying mm. about what you did after you won the. Oh yeah, so on after the grand challenge, oh my dear, that was I remember when the results were coming when they were announcing the winners, I was in the lab with Linda and Josiah. Mm-hmm. I remember my laptop was in the office. I didn't go with my laptop to the lab. I was processing some features, so I left my laptop. So I was using Linda's mm-hmm. we logged into Linda's uh, computer and we were listening. And then there was a speech by the I remember that was out of the, uh, the whole he actually attended that. And then, yeah, Wellington made a speech. Uh, we went to Neka, the head of uh, capacity development unit. And then the chief judge, during that time when we were presenting, made the speech, the opening remarks, and started announcing winners. Overall winner, number two, number three, started announcing categories. My category was the last. So when the names were coming, I'm seeing some friends there being announced. Oh, my God. <laughs> So Linda was telling me, don't worry, even if you don't win, mm-hmm. but you did it. Yeah. yeah, you participated and you have gained a lot. And mind you, after presenting, that's when we started now a 10 months of training in different skills, mm-hmm. uh how to write a how to write a pod, or how to write a blog, what a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, research, what and a lot of things. So when the names were coming out, they reached now the junior science category. My name came up. Almost like a one. I still have. I took this. I have that presentation where the names were. It was uh, how they were announcing. They were using slides. So one slide, your name, uh, position, and which category. When it came, I, I remember that picture was taken in the info center, the library for Eri. Yeah, and this on my computer. I like that picture. Mm. Junior science category. Almost like a one. Ah, where the way I jumped in the lab. <laughs> I was so super excited and on my phone, congratulations are coming left, right, center, eh? colleagues. Hey, congratulations.
was. My boss was so happy. We did a small celebration in the evening mm. about it. But that was not the real show. Ah, 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 ah. No! The real show was now... It was close to Easter, I remember. We did in March. So in April, we started the training. So in April, that's when Easter is in April, right? Yeah. April, yeah. So so we're giving the cash prizes. So the overall win was given 100,000 Kenyan shillings. Mm. The second, so 75. And then us in categories, all of us were given uh, 50,000. Mm. So... Plus, yeah, so I had to arrange for a holiday for myself mm. to go and relax. <laughs> yeah, now this was not motivated only by the Grand Church, but also the plan I made from 2020 that mm. I think traveling makes me learn a lot mm. from what I learned in Mombasa. Mm. Let me go another place that I've not known in Kenya. But I, le- I, 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 just, I just know it, but I don't know where it is. I just heard about it. One of the places that I've always wanted to go in my life since secondary school in geography is Lake Victoria. Mm. I wanted to see Lake Victoria because we were just learning, we just learned in geography that it's a basin lake. Mm. It's found between three countries, mm. shared in Kenya, Tanzania, and Uganda. Mm. I wanted to see it in my eyes. Where is it? Yeah, so I was like, let me go to Lake Victoria. I plan to go to Lake Victoria. So I planned for a trip. Fortunately, uh, Kenya was that time we had there were a lot of promotions happening that time, so the flights were cheap. I had to plan for a holiday. I told you I'm good at planning. I planned all the taxes on the ground, uh, where I'm going to stay, all the places I'm going to visit. Of course, you put in some contingency in case another place comes up that is interesting in the head over there. Yeah, so I took off before that weekend of Easter. It was on Thursday actually. Friday, holiday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, came back on Tuesday as well. So, when I reached there, I, I was based at Milimani Beach Lodge. Mm. Oh, damn. Oh, it was wonderful. When I reached Kisumu, even from when the plane was descending to Kisumu, to Kisumu Airport, I could see Lake Victoria. So beautiful. Wow, this is nice. I was picked from the airport by the hotel, guys. I went to the beach lodge. That first day, I had uh, planned that I would do three activities. Mm. In the morning, I'll go to the uh, Impala Center. It's a, a park. I'll go to the museum and boat riding in the afternoon. So I did these two in the morning. So I I, took, I, had, I arrived in the morning. I took, the plane was 6 o'clock. Mm. It's only 30 minutes flight from here to from Nairobi to Kisumu. By 7 o'clock, I was in Kisumu. Mm. I took breakfast. Then the driver came to pick me. Went to Impala Center. I saw there cheetah. What? I was all over on Instagram. Eh? Talking and yeah, that was, it was really wonderful. Mm-hmm. Then I went to the museum mm-hmm. in town. He saw the aquarium. They are very beautiful fish. Yeah. Aquarium. Uh, history of Swahili at the same, at the museum. The history of Luo people, yeah, they even danced for me. There was a dance there. Said as visitors sit there, we're going to dance. There was a group of dancers. Then I saw snakes, different, very different species of snakes. Some of them, um, I, I just learned them in class because you know we also did exotic, uh, mm. exotic medicine. Mm. So uh, snakes are part of that. Yeah, so I just learned them in class. So which. I saw them in Kisumu. In the afternoon, I was back at the hotel, took lunch, went boat riding. Mm. 
on Lake Victoria. Oh my god. I went live on Facebook. <laughs> Guys, I'm on top of the boat. I remember that video. It is on my Instagram. I went I uh, so that boat I was alone actually with the the drive of the boat. I'm told that time when I was booking there was no one else who booked so I was alone. So I went placed some chairs on top. Yeah, so I put my life jacket red actually. And then I was on top there taking selfies. We went to an island, three islands inside Lake Victoria. Showed me around so beautiful islands, trees, there are reserves. No one was allowed to build there, so they just reserved trees and places where people sit and came back that evening. The following day, I went to Kitmikai, the historical rock site. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. That place is amazing. The third day, I went to Maseno. I was told there's a place where Equator passes for the place table. I wanted to see that place yeah, because I saw it on the internet sometime back. So I wanted to see where the equator passes. Mm. I was there and I was like, wow, I've seen where the equator, equator passes here in Kenya. Wow, it's amazing. Mm. Yeah, from there I visited Kisumu City, some higher grounds where you would see the city so beautiful. Until the last day, then I came back. So, of course, I had other plans like 2021. I wanted to go to Casablanca in Morocco mm. and uh, Dubai. But now because of the COVID, countries were changing the regulations here and then, so I had to postpone. Probably this year I'm planning to go to one of those countries as well. Mm, that's mm. nice. It's good Yeah, so 2021, I should say, has been so exciting, to be honest, has been so exciting. Apart from that, so I came back and then continued my research work. Yeah, I really advanced so much in the research work. I'm almost really advanced so much yeah. So it has been just exciting. No major thing happened that year, only that I there are a lot of lessons that I've learned uh in the process and then yeah, so very exciting to be honest. So um no coming this year, um I should say I'm still on the same trail on finishing up my uh, research project and uh, this year if god allows i'm heading for phd and uh, one thing i've learned like last year and this year is that uh, when you shape your when you shape your life but keep on keep on exploring other areas as well yeah so far i got interested in a number of things i have a friend who is in auditing my neighbor is an auditor yeah, she taught me a lot about auditing, what they do in auditing, what. Yeah, so I also learned a lot about that. I have a friend uh, who is in doing things like in blockchain technology, because that's where the world is going now. Yeah, so I just got curious about those, just learning, and then uh, bioinformatics as well. Bioinformatics, that is now the use of uh, technology that is computer-based uh, softwares to analyze those genetic materials, yeah, of different pathogens. For us to know that this, uh, this is a drug resistant pathogen or bacteria, we have to look at the genetic material because the genetic material is what makes up you and me. Our DNA, we call it demo, di, uh, DNA, has the information about us for almost to look like this. It's in my DNA, yeah. For Sarah to look like that is DNA. For bacteria to exist is the DNA. So for us to know that this one has changed here, it's the same DNA to tell us that here. So 
that how do you analyze that you use a system called the bioinformatics mm. informatics is information mm. but it's biological information mm. uh, using uh, technology so you are using technology to analyze different biological systems yeah so that is another area that i've, go, I've gotten interest into yeah the other things that are, are upcoming but also gotten interest but maybe they've been influenced due to my time uh over time i remember when i just finished my form 4 mm. before when i was waiting for the exams to be out i volunteered for an organization it was dealing with climate change mm-hmm. in Rumpi actually mm. so we're planting trees what 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 now this now the issues of climate change are hot because of you no know, of the time and one of the things that is maybe attached to my field is climate smart livestock Climate mm-hmm. smart livestock, meaning we want our livestock systems also to contribute to reduction oh. or mitigation of climate change. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? One of the problems is see greenhouse gases, mm-hmm. methane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, methane is also produced by livestock cattle mm-hmm. when they digest whatever there is also gas methane. So a methane is quite dangerous, as in it goes up in the atmosphere. There's a layer called ozone mm. that reduces the rays of the sun hitting us mm. down here. Because if the rays were to come there, it would have cancer all over because, you know, the skin, mm. uh, uh, it will be affected by the too much UV rays from the sun. So there's an ozone layer that is protecting us. Mm. So that layer is being uh, eaten up. It has holes now because of that. These greenhouse gases, methane is one of them. Huh? So... What we are targeting is that our livestock production also has to be addressing climate change. So there have been several suggestions, like there is bracaria, which is one of the grass that is being used as feed. Yeah? The one which is being uh, has been designed, or it's not designed, improved in such a way that uh, when animals use that grass, nutrition-wise, perfect, but methane production, no. no. So that's one of them. That's now climate smart livestock. And also the other thing, dumping of manure. Mm-hmm. Uh, manure has to be properly dumped, not just in an open space, because a lot of methane is going to come. Mm-hmm. You can of you can take that manure and maybe uh trap tap out methane because methane gas can be used for cooking, like what we're using yeah, is methane biogas. gas. Biogas, yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are the other things that we. So I've also got an interest in that because it's attached to my field mm-hmm. as livestock. Mm-hmm. Those are the things, yeah. So I've been learning, advancing my knowledge over those things while my stay in Israel. Mm-hmm. Even at the moment, I'm still learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not only that, even the policy. Yeah. You find that policy makes a big influence. Um, one of the in attachments that I did when I was still undergraduate. I did an attachment with the board that regulates medicines in Malawi. Mm. And that time, remember, we were very few vets, mm. and uh, the regulation was mostly on the human side. So they really wanted students to be working on the veterinary mm. drug regulation. Mm. So it was one of the intents that helped in reviewing the act and regulations for that. Oh, nice. Yeah. So now I've also developed interest in those policies say they also make an impact. Mm. We may not only focus on science, but also yeah. look at the policy that is regulating these things. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll see where you can improve. So here I am as a scientist. And uh, to be honest, 
I've not reached where I wanted to reach. Mm. I am going there. Mm. Yeah, because you know, like I told you from the beginning, my target is to become a scientist and be established in my country because my country has a lot of grey areas to be worked upon. Yeah. I'm here in Iri advancing the career and from here I'll go to PhD or do something else. But the target at the end of the day is to reach that full scientist capacity that I can help the people on the ground back home. Because at the end of the day, my country is on my heart. I love Kenya, I love elsewhere I can live. But where I'm coming from, they also need to benefit. You know, by the government initiative to come up with that school, there's a lot of problems on the ground. So as a product, first product of that school, I need to make an impact on the ground. And I feel like I've not made much because soon after graduating, I was here. Even before graduating, I started my master's before graduating. And for your information, I didn't participate in my graduation. Ah. I was here writing exams for my first semester. The graduation was in December 2019. Yeah, And I was told that Kenyatta University of Education Technology rules are that uh, you can only miss two exams Mm. when there's a funeral Mm. or you're sick. Mm. Not these other occasions. They're waiting what? If you miss more than two, you have to repeat one more year. And that week where, which, where there was graduation back home, there were five exams which I was supposed to write. So I cannot miss five exams. Yeah. And also graduation, you need like three or four days. You go for rehearsals, you get the gown, and then yeah. the graduate graduation. Yeah. For sure, I was going to miss like three or four days. Mm. So I missed the undergraduate graduation. But I'm sure I will do the, this yeah. one. But no, that, that didn't matter to me because I already had gotten the paper. Mm. I'm on a better position. Yeah. So it didn't really matter. But what matters at the end of the day is that uh, after I'm produced as a, I'm fully baked as a scientist now, let me go back home and do it from there and help uh, the local people mentor. Yeah, right now I'm still mentoring. I should tell you that I'm a role model in my area, especially room because I'm coming from an area where um, there are very few people who have made it to investors. Mm. To be honest, there are very few people. Yeah, and uh, in that area, I hope I may not talk to them directly, but looking at me where I've reached yeah. now, when I go back home, people will ask questions. Yeah. Remember, there was a time where by even my own parents were not happy with yeah. the degree. Yeah, why would you just return a medicine? But where, where, look at where it has taken me, mm-hmm. and it is taking me far. Yeah, yeah. so just this journey shows that uh, there is some somewhere I'm going, and I'm really mentoring others. Actually. Yeah, so it has been an interesting journey, and it is still an interesting journey. (laughs) Yeah, sure.